0: The RBA came out and actually recorded a pause for the second month in a row. Now this is the third pause we've had in 2023. It's clear they wanna see some of that data change before they make any further rate hikes. And if you're interested in what my thoughts are around where we go from here, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. If you've been following the channel for a while, I have been completely off knowing where interest rates will be, and I'm definitely not alone because every other economist was also wrong 12 months ago. Now, I did think that in Q3 of 2023, we would begin to start seeing those rate cuts. Now, what I didn't factor in is how sticky inflation really was. And to be honest, you don't really care if interest rates go up or down, you care more if the price of property goes up or down now I did say whether interest rates cut pause or or even increase this year in 2023, we will still see prices much higher by the end of this year than at the start of this year. And that's starting to play out. But now that we have paused twice in two months, some of the economists are scratching their heads, thinking maybe we've reached the peak, terminal rate here in Australia. What's interesting is while we've actually paused for two months, we've seen increases across the world and more notably by the Fed in the US. The RBA has held interest rates steady for a second straight month, giving borrowers hope the central bank has reached the end of its tightening cycle. At its August meeting on Tuesday, the RBA kept the official rate at 4.1%, where it has remained since June as inflation continues to track lower and household spending slows down. The high interest rates are working to establish a more sustainable balance between supply and demand in the economy and will continue to do so, RBA Governor Philip Lowe said in a post meeting statement, the second last before his term ends in mid-September. In light of this and the uncertainty surrounding the economic outlook, the board again decided to hold rates again steady this month. This will provide further time to assess the impact of the increase in interest rates to date and the economic outlook. So it's clear that they're starting to see stuff in the economy that is exciting for them, where they can actually have enough evidence to now stop increasing interest rates to such a high degree. What we are definitely heading towards is a per capita recession. It's going to be different to a normal recession, but it is still not a good look. When you look at retail spending in Australia, it is down in the dumps. Consumer confidence has slightly ticked up in the last month, but that's nothing new because we just create a series of lower lows and lower highs. which means although you and I can go out to the restaurants, go out to shopping centers and see there's a bunch of people out here, the reality is a lot of these people may be using credit cards, maybe using personal loans, or even maybe just going out there and not spending anything, but just being out and about. What they have been diving into is their savings to just fund their lifestyle at the moment. Now you may be one of these people where you need your savings right now, the emergency fund to buy groceries, to keep things afloat. And the truth is that's why we have an emergency fund. If you don't have one, you need to go out there and actually get this sorted out out ASAP because I'm not sure what is an emergency when you have interest rates go up by like 400 basis points in less than 18 months then yeah to me in my opinion that's a bit of an emergency the problem is not so much how high the interest rates can go it's more about how long they can stay there for and usually it's anywhere between 9 and 12 months so if we actually have seen the end of interest rates going up then it would count from June 9 months would be the earliest we could potentially see a rate cut now at that rate we could probably see a rate cut in Q1 of 2024 which is about six months off where I thought interest rates will start cutting. But while interest rates have not only gone up at a drastic pace, they've actually remained at these higher levels for much longer than people anticipated. And as a result, people are less likely to sell during these times. Because what happens with interest rates when they go up is that you're generally finding that nobody really wants to go out and build new homes because it costs a lot more and there's more pressure on the rental market. As rents have increased, they actually play a big part in the CPI, which although came in lower this quarter, is still a very concerning number. So you can see how complex this situation is. To add to all of this is the international economies. If the international economies are doing one thing and we're doing the opposite, like the Fed increasing and us pausing, then our currency actually loses value against that currency. So if you're wanting to travel or you are traveling at the moment, you're finding that things are a little more expensive relative to the Australian dollar. If we've already seen evidence to pause, I suspect that we're going to continue seeing this stance by the RBA moving forward. So although I've been wrong before, I strongly believe that this could be the end of interest rates going up. The What's really interesting is seeing price action relative to the interest rates going up. So obviously interest rates went up crazy amount in such a short period of time. But what we've seen now is for the first time in 12 months, prices are actually higher nationally. What we've got here is the annual prop track housing price index. And what you can see is that we've already started recovering and prices are now 1.36% higher than they were 12 months ago nationally. And the comparison between capital cities and regionals is that regionals have less volatility when it comes to the downside, but give you the higher potential upside which is why I've always been a big fan of smaller capital cities as well as regional locations. If you look at something like 2019, where you saw capital city prices drop by about 8% nationally, you didn't actually see a drop in prices regionally. And when we saw the peak in 2021-2022, you saw prices go up in capital cities by about 21%, whereas regional areas were up about 29%. Now, in the most recent correction, we saw about a 6 to 7% correction when it came to capital city prices, but in the same amount of time, regionals went down by only 1%. Now, what's interesting is every time we come out of these periods we will always see capital cities outperform those regional markets but the regional markets do rebound a lot stronger do i see prices slowing down i think is a question that i get asked a lot and is something that i wanted to address you do i honestly think prices can continue going higher despite interest rates being this high i honestly do and I know a lot of people are still going on about the mortgage cliff and not having felt the brunt of all of the interest rate hikes just yet the reality is we've still felt at least 300 to 350 basis points and as we go through every single month this year, we've had more people go through and fall off that mortgage cliff, which has led banks to now even change up their policies when it comes to refinancing debt. Now, I know there are some people out there that are really getting affected by this, but if you're sitting on the sidelines thinking, well, I got promised that I was gonna get a 20 or 30% drop this time, and that's what I've been waiting for, unfortunately, now you're having to pay higher prices for the same asset that you did only 12 months ago. And if you look at this year, we've already come out of probably the worst of this, where there was a massive uncertainty and although there is fear of a recession we've now mitigated a large portion of that given we've had such a large influx of immigration that doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet but I do want to splash some positive energy and optimism in your direction because I know how much negativity is out there hoping and thinking that the market's gonna collapse as I've said on this channel before if you are ready to buy you should and you should have the emergency funds in place just in case the market decides to come back and pull back a little bit but at least you'll be in the market rather than out of the market if you look at long market and business cycles generally 10 to 20 percent of the time markets go down 80 to 90 percent of the time the markets are going up i know where i'd like to be positioned but i totally understand with so much negativity almost comparable to what we saw in the pandemic you would be forgiven to not have entered but if this plays out the way that i believe it will we could see prices significantly higher this time next year and we've already started seeing banks change up their tune when it comes to interest rate cuts and also property prices if you're interested in what nab had to say definitely go check out this video because again everyone could be wrong but there might be a few that might be right i hope you guys have enjoyed this video and if you have smash that like button subscribe if you haven't already and i'll catch you guys in the next one thanks guys